Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 305 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. I know it feels like we've been having some come to Jesus episodes lately, but I really just think that the thing that helps me the most is when someone simply tells me, with love of course, the truth. When someone tells me like it is. I mean, when you have things going on in your life that you know don't feel good or you know you want to improve and you hear someone that is well-meaning, but someone tells you, well, you're perfect just the way you are. You don't need to change a thing. They mean well, but you know that's not true because you can tell by the way you feel that something does need to change. Jordan Peterson recently said that no one wants to hear someone say you're perfect just the way you are, especially when you're having a rough patch because you know you don't want to stay there. So of course it's not perfect, and you know it deep down. So I love you, and you should love yourself as you are, but also know that the ability for you to grow and improve lies with one person, and that's you. And we each have something very unique from the rest of the billions of people on earth, unique only to us, and that is that our world revolves completely around ourselves. No one else has your exact experience. No one, not even your siblings, not even if you have a twin, because one of you was the one that came out first, or the funny one, or the favorite. That's all, all different life experiences come with each one of those things. There's always something that differentiates you and develops your uniqueness. Now, you might be thinking that's quite different from the title where I said it's not all about you, but here's the thing. Because we each take us with us everywhere we go, we do have a tendency to shape every experience into being something about us. Someone's having a bad day and is grumpy. We wonder if we did something. Someone's casually talking about their experience and we inject our same experience into the conversation. Maybe someone has something really good happen to them and you wonder subconsciously why those things never happen to you. Or your friends and family are going on vacation together and you feel left out. Whatever it is, there we are subconsciously or even consciously factoring in what this means about us or how it affects us. Now this is human tendency. I just want us to start realizing we're doing it. Because so many times it leads to hurt feelings or comparisons or anger even in some cases. My mom and dad started talking recently about their upcoming vacation with my aunt and my cousin. They're going on a cruise. I'm so excited for them. But as soon as they started talking about it, it was, it was all of us and, and all of them and me. And my dad said, oh, Heidi, this is right about the time where you're going on your sailing trip. Tell us about that. And I said, no, I want to hear about your trip. Tell me about your trip. You see, he didn't want my feelings to be hurt by them all going together, so he jumped in wanting to talk about my trip. Now, I wasn't even thinking about feeling bad that I wasn't going with them. I was genuinely happy for them. But I realized that I was pretty proud of myself for that because the old me would have felt a little left out because I... And becoming so aware that I do tend to take situations and make them about me. Well, I'm human, right? But a lot of times, most of the time even, it has nothing to do with me. And I realized how often it's caused a lot of hurt feelings on my part unnecessarily. 
99% of what other people do or say really has nothing to do with you or me. But there we are, sitting there making it about us somehow in our head. And the reason this matters is because it can be the source of a lot of pain for us if we really think about it. I mean, if we are aware of it, then we'll notice when we're doing it and maybe catch it before it has us comparing ourselves or creating a story that gets us upset or making something mean something about us when it totally doesn't. I'll give you an example, and I'm speaking from experience here. Maybe you're at a party and you're feeling pretty good about yourself and how good your outfit looks. And then someone shows up in this outfit that is just amazing. And now all of a sudden you're looking at your outfit and it doesn't seem so great. (laughs) Or maybe you go to lunch with a friend and you order the hamburger and they order a salad. And now you're thinking, they probably are thinking how unhealthy I am. Or maybe you're thinking I should be eating a salad too and you start beating yourself up in your head. Now, they might be thinking you should be eating a salad too, but what does that matter? So what? I was listening recently to Mel Robbins, and she said, the good things you do don't inspire people. They confront them. In other words, because your friend orders a salad, it confronts your choice of a hamburger. It causes you to think about your choice. And only you can decide if you want to change. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But we're constantly gauging everything from our point of view. And again, there's nothing wrong with you if you do this. We all do it. My point is, and I heard a therapist say this once, and I've never forgotten it. When you're taking something personally, remember, you are never the main character in someone else's story. It's truly not all about you. Your life is all about you, but no one else's is. It's humbling and freeing to know this. It's also very informative. You see, your thoughts about what someone else is eating or drinking or wearing or the amount they work out or how they handled their money, these are all a clue as to areas you may want to take a closer look at. Areas you want to improve probably, but are holding yourself back. Because if you're really interested with what someone else is doing, it may be because that's confronting you. It's a clue that maybe your inner guidance system is telling you, hey, This is an area where we can improve. There's the other reason that it's informative is this. The amount of attention someone gives you is in direct proportion with how important you are to them. There's good news in there. We are self-centric, but we make time for the people that are important to us. You see, the opposite of love is not hate. It's actually inattention. If someone says you're important, but they make no time for you, then you aren't as important as they say. That's why the old saying, watch what someone does, not what they say, rings true. Because it is true, and we all know it. So to sum it up, you're unique, and your life is created by your attitude. Your attitude is deeply affected by your thoughts, which is why you desperately need to be in control of them. Life is hard enough without us making them worse, things worse in our head. The reality is, and if we're all being honest, most of the time it's way worse in our head than in actual reality. My challenge to you this week is to notice how often you're confronted when someone says or does something. How often you're making it mean something about you when in fact it may have nothing to do with you. And if it does, so what? Now, if you did something wrong, apologize. But if you didn't, then don't make someone else's issue mean anything about you. 
It's not all about you. Remind yourself that as often as you need to. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.